What's going on, y'all? Fatboy Chronicles. So today, I start my series entitled Growing Up in Sunnydale Projects. That will be the title of this series that I'm about to start. Um, I'm not really sure how many episodes I'm going to do on it, um, but just look out for it. Um, I got to shout out a couple people because... Uh, people ask me like what made me start podcasting what who made me want to start podcasting different things like that um shout out to nori and and drink champs they're actually the ones that kind of gave me the inspiration to start my own podcast like i didn't talk to nori personally i didn't talk to efn personally shout out to both of them though because their drink champs podcast has gone above and beyond and i knew it would uh i know nori and nori a wild man efn's a very knowledgeable dude he's a dj he knows history so does nori uh so shout out to drink champs drink champs is is the bee's knees i love it i still watch it my favorite episode was with buster uh because it was just it was a good episode that was one of my favorites and then when he did a Bay Area episode with Too Short and uh, Mr. Fab and uh, Yuck Mouth from the Loonies. Benzino, I think, came through later on. But yeah, that was a good episode. Those were my favorites. But shout out to them. That's who inspired me to do the podcasting. And if you haven't checked them out, I'm giving them free po- promo right now. But if you haven't checked them out, check them out. Drink Champs. Uh, it's on YouTube, Spotify, everywhere. So that's who inspired me, though. But anyway, jumping into my story. So Sunny Jail Projects is located in San Francisco, California, uh, right off of Geneva. Um, I moved to San Francisco around... 1984 I was about three when I first moved there um me and my mom stayed at a hotel it is now torn down uh it was downtown San Francisco uh right off of 6th street it's called the Jefferson Hotel those are from San Francisco and lived there back then should know about Jefferson Hotel we stayed there and that's where the journey started for me um, we then moved to my uncle's house on Ray Street, um, which is no, which is located actually about five minutes from where I ended up living and growing up, um, in Sunnydale projects. It's actually like, a, like a quick turn and right up the street from where I grew up. And, um, I remember living in the house. I think the house was, uh, it was a two story and I loved it. It was awesome. Uh, my uncle, his upstairs, his upstairs place was fantastic. It was beautiful. And my grandmother's place, hers was beautiful as well. And it was just an awesome place. And the house was, uh, it was big enough for everybody Two car garage. It was just a great place. I just, I loved it. Um, but then we ended up, my uncle ended up passing from, uh, AIDS, HIV. Um, he was a gay man. And for everyone that knows back in the day when 
the AIDS epidemic first hit. Um, it took out a lot of young gay males uh, because everybody thought at at first everybody thought that it was a gay disease and different things like that. Uh, shout out to the LGBTQ community as well. Um, I I seen that firsthand take a lot of young males. It didn't matter their sexual orientation. It just took them out. And there were good people. My uncle was a good person. My teacher, he was a good person. A few of my teachers who were gay were very good men. Um, if If they were gay, I never knew it. Especially with my uncle, he never exhibited any of that, never showed me any of that. So shout out to the LGBTQ community. I think they would be very proud, my uncle and the other people that I knew at that time, they would be proud to see the progression of that. But anyway, back to my story. Um, so I also, uh, for those that are listening, sometimes I go off onto a little rant, I'll catch myself, but just to let you know, I go into a little rant sometimes depending on what the subject is. So I lived there for a while when my uncle passed, uh, my family decided to sell a house um, and we moved to the Sunnydale projects uh, right around the corner actually from Geneva Towers. Um, all this is located in San Francisco, South San Francisco near Daly City. Um, and I moved to Sunnydale around Oh, 86, 87 or so. Um, and I remember when I first got there, my mom lived there first. And when I first lived there, um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't that bad. It was dope selling. It was prostitution. It was things going on. But we were kids. We really didn't pay attention to it. We really didn't see it. Um, and if the dope dealers were outside or we were looking at them or, you know, anything like that, they just told us like, look, go in the house or I'm gonna go get your mom or no, nah, this ain't what you want to do. Or, you know, they're always, they always were a deterrent. They never tried to put us on to selling dope and things like that. So I remember even back then, like they'd give us money to go to the store. Uh, it was always, it was always cool. Now that I think about it, um, the drug dealers weren't bad. It was just circumstances and, and their environment and different things like that. So I never looked at the drug dealer as a horrible person. I just looked at them as their victim of circumstance. So shout, uh, not shout out, but I get why the drug dealers did what they had to do. And I respect that in that sense. I don't respect it in destroying your community. But again, if you got to do what you got to do, you got to do what you got to do. Anyway, so this was in the 80s. Again, this was late. This was late to mid 80s. And this is the height of the crack epidemic. This is the height of... AIDS, HIV. So I seen it all. I seen the syringes. I seen um, prostitution. I've seen women. Uh, you know, we called them uh, what we call them uh, strawberries back in the day. We called them strawberries. Uh, those was the chicks that would have sex with men 
for money who were who was on crack or whatever drug that was at the time we called them strawberries and um i seen all of it and i've seen i literally when i was a kid i woke up about two three in the morning and i looked out my window and i couldn't have been no older than eight or nine maybe and i looked out my window and i seen these two uh crack addicts at uh yeah crack addicts they were arguing um i i can't remember what they were arguing about but all i remember is one pushed the other and the next thing i know one pulled a gun out and blew his head off and ran and that was crazy for me because i had never seen a dead body let alone a man get shot uh so that was different for me that was a wild time a lot of young men were getting killed real heavy in San Francisco at that time um, in the various neighborhoods again. So just to give everybody a, a, a layover of certain projects and certain low income places, as we call them or as they call them now, we call them projects. We call them hoods. We call them whatever. But, you know, they call them low income spaces or whatever. So you got Sunnydale Projects. You got uh, Harbor Row, you got Hunters Point, you got Valencia Gardens, you got uh, Double Rock, you got uh, Alamany. Um, I know I'm forgetting some hoods right now. I know I'm forgetting some hoods right now. Uh, Mission Street, or not Mission Street, uh, uh, Army Street Projects back in the day. Uh, that are no longer there now. They're, they were torn down like years ago. And that was that was drug infestation heavy over there. Uh, you got Geneva Towers, which has long been torn down. They are now low-income places. Um, yeah, I know I'm forgetting some hoods, but those are the main hoods that I remember as a kid. And I just remember there was a lot of drugs and a lot of money going around. Uh we were i was around a lot of people that got that had it i'm not putting nobody name out there i'm not saying who did and didn't have it or who did or didn't sell nothing uh but i will say that there was a lot of money flowing um as a kid you know you see all that money flowing and you're not thinking to yourself you're not thinking like oh you know what i'm saying like that's that it to to me it got normal because as a kid seeing that I was like shoot I, I would love to have that kind of money and not knowing you know it, it's a poison to my community it doesn't uh it doesn't help my community it affects it more than it helps um and it destroys my people right along with whatever I'm doing which is why um I hate I even started to sell drugs later on in my life but that's another part of of the story later on down the road I'll get into but anyway back to that so we stayed in Sunnydale for many years uh I think I moved away from there when I was about 19 years old uh the things I just seen there um good and bad I seen good and bad I I've been I've been jumped there I had my first sexual experience there I had my first fight there um drank the water there uh everything it was just community 
at the time because I mean we all lived in that area in that space in that time and everything was community everything was about what's up you know everybody knew everybody on the road that we lived on so imagine so Sunnydale was built on old army barracks and imagine army barracks and then imagine people living next door to each unit or whatever you want to call it um i lived actually like right in the middle of everybody so if you can imagine on the left side there is it's apartments or rows of houses slash apartments so imagine okay yeah just imagine a row of houses and apartments all connected but not living in the same unit. They're separate units, but they're all connected in a row. So on the left side was uh, Bob, old man Bob. I love him to death. Rest in peace to him. Bob was on one side. Uh, this lady named Nisi lived on the other side of my grandmother. On the other side of my grandmother to the right uh, was Miss Reed. Um, who else lived over there? It was a couple of other families that lived over there. We weren't too familiar with them, but those are the ones we particularly inter interacted with. But whenever we had like a birthday party or anything of that sort, everybody in the hood would come out. Everybody was cool with everybody. Everybody pretty much knew everybody. Um, so it was a lot of community back then. It wasn't, it was a lot of negative shit going on excuse my language, but it was also a lot of positivity going on. I can remember as a kid going to the girls and boys club, uh, clean and sober dances. Um, I can remember playing on the basketball team. We had a neighborhood basketball team at one time. Um, I can remember playing flag football. I can remember playing in the back with glass and dirt everywhere and scraping up my knees and my hands and everything else and riding the skateboard down the hill and scraping my knee and I can remember all that stuff like it it was it was a fun time as a kid um <clears throat> excuse me it was a fun time as a kid and it was just good times it was just a it was the 80s were rough in my neighborhood but I never seen it like I I seen things but I didn't see everything uh, my family was very good at keeping us away from a lot of the negativity um, that went on inside of Sunnydale. Again, there was a lot of young men that died very young in that neighborhood. Uh, shout out to Peter Lee. Uh, rest in peace to him. He was a very, that was like the first one that I remember in my head that everybody was kind of distraught over in my neighborhood was Peter Lee. Uh, cause Peter Lee was a good dude. He wasn't, he wasn't a horrible dude. Yeah. He's so dope. Yeah. You know, he was, you know, he was a high rolling dude and, uh, you know, they came and killed him and things like that. It was a lot going on at the time. Uh, so yeah, it, it was crazy in Sunnydale during the eighties and I got in a few scuffles. I got into a few fights, but I wouldn't change it for nothing. That was like great times to me. And it was awesome times to me because 
I it was a coming of age moment. Like I to be in the middle of all of that, to be there at the beginning of the crack epidemic, like not glorifying the crack epidemic at all, but just to be there uh in the beginning was just different. Um to see where the AIDS epidemic took the the lives it took the people it took um to see that 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 within itself was a lot um i never realized the history behind a lot of the lgbtq movements and things like that so i learned a lot from that particular situation also i didn't know the ramifications of the crack epidemic until later on in life and then i find out about contra and ronald reagan and uh, Oliver North and things like that. Shout out to Gary Gary Webb, rest in peace. If you ever get a chance, read the book called uh, Dark Alliance. It is about the CIA's cover up uh, in flooding and allowing the Colombians to flood the neighborhood uh, with crack cocaine. So if you ever get a chance, read the book, Gary Webb, Dark Alliance, very good book. Um, I also knew who Gary Webb was because he actually worked for the San Jose Mercury and the Oakland uh, Tribune, I believe. And he was murdered. Um, they said he killed himself. He was murdered. He was shot in the back of his head. That was really big news in the Bay Area at the time because Gary uncovered something uh, heinous, something horrible. And they tried... And neutralize him on that situation which they ended up doing but yeah he ended up telling the truth about a lot of things but again as a kid you're not knowing you know certain things you're just kind of going with the flow and kind of rolling with the punches of a lot of things um i can remember a time the only thing that i hated about the whole era of that time especially in sunnydale was i seen a lot of young men and women strung out and a lot of young men and women on drugs and a lot of young men and women selling drugs and selling their bodies uh that's something that i'll never get out of my head that'll always stick with me um again i i went to parks i played youth leagues i did a little bit of everything as a kid so Sunnydale had its good moments and its bad moments, just like anywhere, but I wouldn't change it for the world. All right, y'all. Part two, uh, Sunnydale, Sunnydale Projects uh, series will continue. If I feel like it, I might do it today, probably tomorrow, more than more than likely. Um, but that's just a small part of it. I'll get, I'll get into the hood politics later on, uh, the different beefs and things like that that were going on at the time uh in the neighborhood and what caused a lot of the beefs and what caused a lot of shootings and a lot of killings and a lot of dope dealing and a lot of a lot of things just a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot of stuff so i will get into that in my next episode uh again i'm not sure how many episodes i'm gonna do i'm gonna try to take it up until i left Sunnydale projects to move to Reno, Nevada. Um, so that'll probably be maybe five series at the most, five episodes at the most of that. So stay tuned for that, y'all. 
Uh, I got things coming up. I got celebrity interviews, things like that coming up. So y'all stay tuned for that. All right, y'all, Fatboy Chronicles, you know where I be. Check me out at anchor.fm slash Fatboy Chronicles. Check me out on Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, get at me.